Today's episode is what I had mentioned a few weeks back, having a dear friend of mine, Sevilla Morgan, talk about the perspective of childless from a person who has created a childless community and a childless podcast, and she is an author and much, much more. So today is her podcast takeover. I hope you enjoy and I hope you gain value in it. So when you are out there seeking communities and out there, you know, writing posts on social media and talking to other people, that you keep this perspective in mind. All of that is up next. Welcome to Not A Mama Life, a podcast for child-free humans a podcast without judgment of your choice to be child-free, a podcast without question of your decision to be child-free. These episodes are going to cover all things life. Thank you for listening, and let's see what today's episode is all about. Hi there, Not A Mama Life listeners. My name is Savilla Morgan. I am the host and founder of the Childless Not By Choice podcast. What an honor to be asked to take over for this episode. Thank you so much for the invite, Rafi. If you don't mind, and at Rafi's request, I'd like to talk a little bit about the Childless Not By Choice life and give my take on the differences between Childless Not By Choice and Child Free, if you would indulge me. But I would like to talk about community first. This is the thing about community. I view it as a noun and as a verb. And I take community so seriously because I believe the people we community with can make or break us. And that can be not good at all when we are already in a bad place due to being childless not by choice. Being in the wrong community can be negative for the child-free person as well. So regardless of your community, child-free or childless not by choice, make sure it is a good positive one that encourages you and nourishes your heart and mind. Now for child-free and childless. I know it could be a little heavy, but bear with me. (laughs) Here's what I believe. With childlessness comes a certain pain. With child-free comes decision and sometimes a certain pain, but the pain in each instance is different. The pain of childlessness is the pain of really wanting something with all of your being, something you may have held off on having because you thought you had time, something you thought you would have because everybody else has one, right? But when it started to look like you weren't going to have that certain something, You started panicking and trying everything you you could to make that thing happen, spending tons of money, having multiple surgeries, crying yourself to sleep. (laughs) Your spouse may not have understood what the big deal was. Your family, friends, and yes, even strangers questioned your fertility or lack thereof. You questioned your existence. I mean, why exactly am I here if I can't even have this one thing? 
a big lump forms in your throat when a friend or a family member announces they are pregnant. You are happy for them, of course, but on the inside, your heart is breaking all over again. And for the millionth time, you are wondering, what about me? Indeed, you are fighting back tears, and if a tear escapes, they think you are jealous, hateful, and wonder why you just can't get your act together. I mean, what's the big deal about having this thing anyway? There are plenty of them out there. Some of them have been abandoned. Why not just adopt? My favorite question, by the way. (laughs) In my quest to try to have that one thing, I tried to buy time by having multiple surgeries. Three, to be exact. And then I had a fourth surgery. The fourth surgery was a hysterectomy. And yes, some can adopt Some are able to engage a surrogate. Some spend thousands of dollars out of pocket because most insurance plans pay next to nothing for the the services and the surgeries and everything that's needed for that particular thing called IVF. You know, many of us are not able for a myriad of reasons to do these things. And that's just the way it is. And then we try to figure out how to learn to live without that one thing. We have to figure out why we are here if we cannot have that one thing. We have to decide that we are worthy, even without that one thing. And then we, with community, remember that word? Sometimes, along with therapy, make our way toward worth, joy, relevance, as we learn to live without that one thing. We begin to get to a better place mentally and emotionally, We begin to realize that firm but kind boundaries need to be created between us and those family, friends, and strangers. Our fertility, or lack thereof, is not up for conversation or debate or suggestions. We realize we do not have to answer every question we are asked. Is that kind of similar to child-free? You, as a child-free person, do not owe anyone an explanation on why you decided not to have children. It's not up for conversation or debate, unless you or I want to have that conversation. I did an episode back in 2016 from, uh, wow, I couldn't believe it was that long ago, but I interviewed a young woman who had made the decision to be child-free. And, um, I wanted to interview her, although my podcast is geared toward the Childless Not By Choice community, because I wanted listeners to know that it is okay to choose not to have children. Just like, (laughs) I was about to go on a tangent, just like it's okay not to buy a home in a certain neighborhood or state or country. I mean, especially if you really can't afford it or you don't want that particular kind of lifestyle that may come with where the home is. These are all choices. Uh, Am I likening a human being to a house or a vehicle or a state or country? No, I am likening the choice not to have children as just that, a choice. Like any other choice that you make any other very important choice that you make. The one thing I recall about the episode was that um, she was told at one point that she would be going to hell for not wanting to have children. Really? Seriously? Hell? Okay. (laughs) Anyway, there is so much more I can say here, but I want to stick to the subject because 
Anyone who knows me knows I can just go off on a tangent. But uh, anyway, here's the bottom line. I would have given anything to have a child when I was in my late 20s to my early 30s. I cried myself to sleep almost every night. I had those three myomectomies I told you about, and then the fibroid, which, by the way, myomectomies are fibroid removal surgeries. I had fibroids, like crazy. One of my surgeries, they removed 27 fibroids from my uterus. Anyway, um, and, (laughs) you know, the third, I think it was the third surgery, um, they used a robot. So I have the scars on my tummy to prove that. And it amounted to nothing, really, because after four hours, they brought me out and told me that, well, they never did get to the fibroids because it was too much scar tissue. And then they put me in the maternity ward to recuperate. (laughs) A year or so later, I had the hysterectomy. Anyway, the point of everything I just said is to say this. If you have made the decision, the choice not to have children, it is your decision. If you never cried yourself to sleep over not having the child, that is perfectly fine. Do not allow anyone to make you feel guilty for your decision. And uh, I don't think you're going to hell for deciding not to have a baby. I just don't think God is just that petty. He's just not. Humans are, though. We come up with the craziest things, and sometimes we insert God into it, but God is not petty. Trust me. At the end of the day, I think there are times when our two paths converge, the child-free and the childless, not by choice. Uh, When people think they have license to discuss our childlessness, my childlessness, and your child-freeness, And then they diverge when I cry myself to sleep and try to get to a place in my life where I learn to live with the pain and grief of the life I thought I would have. Um, And you are just good with your decision, right? That's where there is convergence and divergence. And really, I think convergence and divergence, I think they coexist. If we look at anything in our world, convergence and divergence coexist like a dance, right? So I think we are similar and different at the same time. We coexist. And I think that's a beautiful thing. That's a wrap. Thank you for spending your time with me. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love for you to share it with a child-free friend. And also make sure you head on over to Instagram and connect with me there at Not A Mama.